God loves us is a very unique, distinctive, and unconditional kind of way. Um, and I relate this to how we are supposed to love our children in the same sense, right? So I'm going to jump around on this topic because it's huge. Um, but I have a few key points. So, for example, God's love, if we compare it to parenting or how we are supposed to be as parents, God's love is unconditional. No matter what we do, God always allows us to come back home. God always allows us to walk with the Holy Spirit, whether we deserve it or not. Um, there's never been a time where I have sinned against myself and God did not have mercy on me, you know? Um, so that's like that unconditional love portion, right? So like, no matter what you do, you can always come back home. And that's major um, in parenting because some parents don't realize that once you become a parent, um, a lot of your own personal ways kind of get put to the back burner. So let's say if you're a person um, who doesn't like to forgive others, you know, a person who is uncomfortable with forgiving trespasses or forgiving mistakes, or even if you have some narcissistic tendencies where you want your child to do everything that you say or everything that you want them to do and they don't, especially once they get a little bit older, um, it's for you to be that elevated source in their life as a parent, a mother, a father, and really provide a place for them to make mistakes and a place for you to accept and forgive their mistakes. Um, in addition to that, I feel like God also gives us, for example, the Bible, right? Instructions to live before departing the earth. Um, your parents do the same thing, you know? Scripture says, train up your child in a way and they shall not depart from it right? So if you train up your child to be honest, you know, loyal and uh, people filled with integrity, um, people that are comfortable with themselves, people who are open and honest and, um, you know, they can get along with other people. They know how to make compromises. Like you can raise your child to be like that. And you might ask, well, how? Because everybody has a personality. True. But most of our personality is actually passed down from those who raised us those who took responsibility to be those leaders in our lives to teach us and train us up now if you got trained up in a messed up way that affects you you know that affects you for a very long time until you kind of like self-destruct die to your old self and become anew in christ but not all people have that same destructive meeting with Christ. Some people are just a little bit more stable in regards to their fundamentals and being a human. You know, being understanding, being patient, being kind, having humility and things like that. Um, another thing that I would say is God, you know, convicts us in a way. God... God does not condemn us, but God will convict us. God will say, it's like, hey, you know, there was a, another way. You know, I gave you 
I gave you several options for the way that you can handle this situation. And every time you choose a bad option and the outcome is always a negative consequence. So what are you going to do about this? You know, how are you going to change this? Are you going to continue to make those bad decisions or are you going to trust me and follow the path that I have for you? Because it's definitely going to be a much better. It's much safer, but I'm not going to force you. Um, that speaks that speaks volumes to me because I feel like in parenting, despite sometimes um, you know, despite you having to live your own life and stuff, when you have a child and you allow your child to make mistakes, to learn on their own, to you know, completely jacked up, but then, like, you forgive them, you accept them, and you show them, like, hey, no, you have other options, you know, and you can do that by showing the other options that you have, right? Like, a child is always watching you, no matter how young or small that child is. So, let's say, for example, you're in, you're on the road, and a car cuts you off, right? You have an option, you have an option to just be like, oh, this is crazy or you have the option to beep your horn and start acting crazy and cursing them out and screaming and carrying on right your child is watching that and your child is learning okay when A happens respond with B when C happens respond with D they're learning how to respond from you and that's in a way how I learn from God you know when I do a certain thing and God doesn't respond to what I had just did, whether it be good or bad, then I know, okay, this is a learning experience and I need to be a little bit more awake and I need to be a little bit more uh, sponge-like in order to soak up the lesson that I'm supposed to learn here. So, for example, um, there's been plenty of times in my life where I've talked to somebody or I've went back to somebody who I was not supposed to and that was my choice right um and obviously well not obviously but usually it would just end up bad because God had told me from before hey you have these options you know you already know what's gonna lead to a negative consequence I told you that and I'm pretty much God was telling me like none of these niggas is for you <laughs> none of these niggas that you want to be with is for you like none of them and I you know but you have your free will, you can do as you please, but just know that all bad decisions come with bad consequences. And I feel like as a parent, that's that's major. To, to not try to control your child's actions, but to tell them and talk to them about the consequences or when the consequences happen, not to scorn them, but just be like, well, what did you learn from that? You know, like, you know, instead of being like, I told you so, or, um, you know, we should have listened or whatever. Nah, it's all about after that, because you can't take back the past. So if you're approaching a child, like, I know, you know, such and such happened. You know, are you okay? What's going on? Talk to me, you know, and allow your child that vulnerable space. Because like for me, when I make bad decisions, especially to go back, towards people who God told me to stay away from. Um, I usually be, I'm usually very devastated 
And I feel like I'm devastated by that because I always had such high hopes for people to be better people. And, um, you know, it really lets me down when they're not, you know, when I try to say, like, hey, guy, you need to give this person another chance, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for me, when I do give them another chance, it's, it's always like a slap in my face, you know? So it gets to a point to where um, I finally just started saying, like, all right, God, I see what you're saying. So I, I don't have to go down that path anymore. If, if I see certain things that you told me was a bad sign, that I'm not going to go down that path. I'm not going to even look at that damn path because, you know, after all, you get tired of getting burned. So that's like a major thing in parenting that I feel like God shows us. Um, you know, allow your kids to make mistakes, but when those mistakes backfire and they face, don't scorn them. You know, continue to have an open door, continue to have an open door policy where, you know, we just talk. We talk and we learn and we heal and we grow. And I think that is a beautiful place to foster a very spiritually healthy family that is open, vulnerable, and honest with each other about multiple things throughout life. Um, another way I feel that God raises us that can be reflected in parenthood is the fact that God usually sends or puts you in decent environments, right? So let's say if you pray for God to change your, your home situation or you pray for God to give you a new job or for God to bring you a husband or a wife or for God to bring you new friends. Those new friends is going to be spiritually aligned. You know, like they're going to be equally yoked friends, family, house, whatever. So I feel like as parents, we have to do the same. You know, we have to make sure that we are keeping our children in safe environments and you know, surrounded by people who are genuine, you know, people who are good-hearted, people who don't have malicious uh, intentions. And as parents, you know, we're older, we're more responsible, we're more mature. So we're supposed to know, we're supposed to have that spirit of discernment, you know, um, especially about who we have around our sacred gifts, you know, our borrowed possessions from the heavens. You know, you cannot have just random people around your child all the time, um, especially around little girls and especially around little boys. You know, like you have to really protect your children. You have to really be on point, making sure that all these places is healthy, all these places is clean, all these places is free from drama. You know, all these people is free from drama. Because if not, you know, you expose your children to a lifestyle or a situation that, you know, sometimes it's just unnecessary. Life already has enough lessons, <laughs> and I feel like putting your children involved with all different kinds of situations, some, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, and it backfires. So just be very careful about that. You know, don't have your child exposed to certain people, certain lovers, uh, just a lot of fuck shit. Like, don't do that. Um, I try not to curse, but then I feel like that's me not being authentic because I curse a lot. I don't curse. I use bad words. I don't even like saying bad words. Anyways, um, another way, obviously, that God takes care of us that we already do as parents is to provide, to nurture, 
you know, to to raise, to train, um, to rear and our children, you know, like to give them punishments that make sense, punishments that that are equal, not just like some crazy shit. You know, a lot of parents they take that power of having authority over another and let it go to their head. They really do, and they feel like because they're the parent that they're untouchable. But the thing is, is that you're not. You're not the major parent. The major parent is God. So how you treating this child is seen and reported back to God. So you will get what you deserve based upon how you treat your children. You know, if you make your children feel like they need to beg for your forgiveness or for your love eventually when God flipped that script it's going to be you begging for forgiveness and begging for love so don't let it get like that just do what you're called to do like nobody has it easy everybody has different resources some people have no resources at all no family but if you really have true faith in God I mean God will move mountains for you there's a season in everyone's journey that's a little rough but God would definitely move mountains for you and you don't have to worry about doing things that are not in alignment or being a part of things that are not in alignment just to provide for this child. Like, no, just be calm, be patient, pray, and God will provide for you and your child because y'all both are his children. Um, I have so many other ways, <laughs> so many other ways. Oh, uh, like for example when God sends his guardian angels out to look over us right same thing for you like as a parent well let's talk about the guardian angels God always has angels around even when we're on our way to do some fuck shit we still have our angels around especially if you're a chosen one and your angels just they really guide you they try to help you they try to give you ways out but they're not going to force you that happened to me twice this weekend my guardian angels came to help me two times and I didn't realize it (laughs) I didn't realize that they were trying to give me a way out I was just so busy trying to do what I wanted to do and only seeing what I wanted to see that I didn't realize oh shit this was another alternative before the situation went south um and as a parent well you might say well I'm not God I don't have guardian angels well, not in the spiritual realm, right? But in the physical realm, you do. So, for example, like, get together with your, with your friends or, you know, the people who you fuck with in the community. And all everybody needs to start talking. Like, hey, if you see my child, call me, text me, um, you know, say hello to them. You know, speak, just, you know, make sure that, that they okay, whatever, whatever. And don't ask nobody that's creepy, obviously, because that's the dangerous ass people that I was warning you about before. But, you know, those people who are who are God-fearing, who pray, who believe in the most high, those are the ones who you can, like, trust that God can move through. And you'll know. You know the difference between wolves and sheep's clothing. Because as a parent, you're supposed to have discernment down point. So if you don't have it down packed by now, keep practicing. Especially if you don't have children yet. Like, keep practicing, please. Um, the spirit of discernment is going to be huge especially against family you know family is also external parties sometimes that 
you got to be careful what kind of spirit they let and operate their vessels because just because we're family that doesn't mean that we all share the same spirit especially if we all don't believe in the same god or a god period um so yeah definitely have people you know to watch over your child talk to your, your teacher teachers at school the lunch aides um the principal like really get really get cool with people so that people can be looking out for you by looking out for your child um definitely again forgiveness not holding on to anything that your child has done unconditional love loving your children no matter what um uh correcting and reproofing your children um making sure that when they do do something wrong you do give them the appropriate punishments taking away their phone taking away their toys whatever like taking away things that bring them pleasure so that they can really sit down and learn the lesson like nah you're not gonna do something fucked up or something bad and then I'm, I'm gonna just let you play with your toys or let you watch your favorite show no that's not how it works in real life so no I'm gonna take this away from you so that you can learn and that's your punishment you know but you don't always have to like beat your children like put your hands on them like that's 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 slavery shit we need to move past that that's third dimensional like we cannot continue to live and raise our children in the same ways that the slave master raised us because then that means that the slave master is still in control of our minds and is showing up in our physical 3D lives no more there's other ways to punish and, and raise children correct children and it's not it's not harsh um also not letting your child get out of control you know like for me along my journey sometimes when I feel really upset or if I feel really disappointed I can kind of spiral out of control and I start going back to my old ways I start doing old shit and I feel like God always saves me at some point like at some point God intervenes there's always divine intervention when I'm getting too out of control to put me on to stop me dead in my tracks to to remove everybody from me to strip me away from things that are um blocking me or confusing me and I feel like as a parent once you see a child no matter how old they are if they're spiraling out of control you have to intervene you cannot just allow your child to just spiral out of control you have to intervene you have to say something at the end of the day if they don't listen to you then that's on them that's on that but you gotta try. You can't just sit back and, and let them be fucked up. Um, another thing I wanted to say about when they get older is never stop providing for your child, especially if you have the means to. You know, like even if they're 20, 30, 40 years old, if you have the means, if your child is going through something, or a season, a journey, you know like your child's really trying to do better, get their life together, always help your child. Always allow your child to feel like they can always come to you and ask you for help. It shouldn't be something where your child feels like they need to beg you or they need to like kiss your ass for help. Like that's toxic and that's not gonna help that child. That's not gonna help you either. You wouldn't want nobody to make you feel like you need to kiss their ass to help you. So why would you do that to your child? You know, like don't do that and don't let them feel like that because God doesn't make you feel like that. God never makes you feel like you have to kiss God's ass and do things you don't want to do or, or beg for things in order to get them. God doesn't do that to you. Don't do that to your child. 
like we we gotta grow up um and there's a whole bunch of other ways right but for the most part godly parenting is in a direct a direct uh symbiotic relationship to how god treats us how god raises us how god parents us even as adults as his children you know allowing your children to make mistakes that's huge not being a helicopter parent allowing your children to have free will and if they get fucked up then it's just fucked up they're gonna learn it from the consequences but you're gonna support them no matter what they always have a home to come to they always have food they always have something God never stops parenting you no matter how old you get. God never stops loving and caring and taking care of you no matter how old you get. You have to give your children the same thing. Like it's a non-negotiable. The minute you stop loving and taking care of your children is the minute that God stops loving and taking care of you. So don't let it get like that. You know, um, Parents, it doesn't come with a manual. But when you are a Christian, a follower of Christ, a believer of the Most High God, you get a spiritual manual. And you get the Bible and other uh, sources or forms of religious texts, right? Just do your thing, study, you know, study, Google. Um, watch YouTube videos, get help. You know, you continues you continuously be a better child of God to help your children be better children to you. You continue to listen and obey God so that your children can listen and obey you. You know, you continue to use discernment so that your children can use discernment. That's how it all gets passed down. That's how it all adds up and how it all makes sense. So love you all. This has been Godly Parenting, and until next time.